Lord, for everything you have done. Let's worship him and bless his name and say, Lord, we worship you. Lord, we bless your name. Be that be exalted in Jesus' name. Let's thank him. take all the glory tonight and bless your people give us joy and laughter wipe all our sorrows away in jesus name and let your name be glorified in jesus name we have prayed okay let's do i five to five people good evening you are welcome to church i appreciate you come on let's greet ourselves hallelujah Amen. High five to five people. Sharp, 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 sharp. Amen. Living a life of joy and laughter. Living a life of joy and laughter. And that will be your personal testimony in the name of Jesus. You will live a life of joy and laughter in Jesus' name. Isaiah 35 verse 10 says, And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs, with everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sadness, and sighs shall flee away. Whatever represents sorrow will not come near you. In the name of Jesus. Okay, on, the, on behalf of the church, I want to appreciate the person that painted this altar. I think the color is coming out better. May the Lord bless the wonderful family in Jesus' name. And the gift of this new war clock to the church. We appreciate it. 
May the Lord bless the person in Jesus' name. We are sincerely very grateful. We say God will bless you. Please, if you feel there's anything you want to do, do it with joy. And your blessing will be permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says when we come to his house, we are going to come with joy because we are going to have testimony in our hands. We are going to have victory in our life. We are going to have a lot of reasons to rejoice. And I'm happy tonight that we are not coming to sorrow together. We are coming to rejoice together. That's why I say you should give five people high five. Say, I'm happy to see you. You are blessed. You are looking good. You are looking gorgeous. God has been good to you. And I pray God will forever be good to you in Jesus' name. Amen. And he also says that they will obtain joy again and gladness. So, are you pussy? Are you pussy? It will be from joy to joy. That's why I say the righteous will live a life of joy and laughter. We are going to live a life of joy and laughter. Joy and laughter. And that is important because in the church, God wants us to be cheerful. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. He said, it is with joy that you are going to draw water from the well of sad. When you look sad, you will not be anointed. The devil will do everything to make you sad because he knows that it is with joy you will draw water from the well of salvation. God knows that some things may be bothering you, but God does not want you to be so calm, to put it in your heart, to depress you. God wants it, want it to cast that beast into the fire and become a happy person. Always live a happy life because when you are happy, the anointing of God come upon you. And we can see that in the life of Sarkios. Sarkios was a man that people will not like. Was a man that was not in the good book of many because he was a tax collector. In Luke chapter 19. But the Bible says when Sarkios saw Jesus, Sarkios ran ahead with joy to see Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. Was true. And when Jesus said, Sarkios, come. For I'm going to your house today. The Bible says he received him joyfully. That's to tell you that joy can bring a lot of blessing. He saw him afar. He wanted to see him. Jesus saw his joy. Saw the way he was eager to see him. Jesus said, come down for today. I must stay in your house. And Jesus moved to his house. He was not in the haste to leave. He sat down. He hid there. And, he, and Sarkio said, I'm happy. Whatever I've done against anybody, I will repent. And he turned for food. And Jesus smiled and said, Today salvation has entered your house. And people were jealous of him. People said, He is not worthy. You see, when you are happy, so many blessings come into your life. And people say, You are not worthy. But you know, favor is never fear. You are the one that should prepare your way to enjoy the favor of God. Your frankness, if there's any English like that, cannot change God. You can't dethrone God. Just be happy. And let the devil carry all the sorrow. Be happy and rejoice. It is in the joy also that you have healing. It is in joy that you have healing. The Bible says, being cheerful is like a medicine. It's like a medicine. So it's important that you receive joy. And I pray all throughout your life, even this year, you will live a life of joy. A life of laughter. A life of celebration. In the mighty name of Jesus. And somebody said, one medical thing that I read, that even if it is fake, smile. He said, when you smile, it has effect on your soul. Even if it is fake. If it is fake, smile. He says, as a healing process on your soul and your mind. So that is why you should know that joy is important for your living. How do you live a life of joy and laughter? 
Number one, always personalize the presence of Jesus. God is not far away from you. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 says, when Jesus comes, he's going to save us from our sin. And he's going to be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God is not far. God is with us. Okay, so you bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sin. Read verse 22. Okay, so this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. He said, his name also shall be called Emmanuel which means God with us. He's not just here to save us. He's also here to be with us. Say, God is with me. God is not far from me. Say, God is in me. Genesis chapter 39, verse 2 and 3. That made Joseph a king and a prince. Distinguish him in a strange land. It does not matter whether you're a strange person or you are feeling uncomfortable. What distinguishes you is to personalize the presence of Jesus. The law was with Joseph and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptians. Watch it. The Lord was with Joseph. And he was a successful man. Even though he was a slave. But the presence of the Lord made him a successful man. It is not what you have or who you are. It is who is for you and who is in you that determines your success in life. And you must magnify the presence of Jesus. Personalize it. I am not alone. My case is different. It does not matter what people are saying. It does not matter what you are going through. The one that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. He will give you victory and he will see you through. Personalize the presence of Jesus. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. The presence of the Lord guarantees success. Apostle Paul says, I am what I am by the grace of God. And his grace that was with me was not in vain. It was personalizing the presence of God. When you are sleeping tonight, say, Lord, I know you are here with me. You are always watching over me. When you are traveling, I want to say, I can never be alone. God is with me. When you are passing through the deep corners of life, say, you are always with me. I'm in your presence. You are with me. And I'm with you. And we are together. And I can never be alone. That will make you happy. He said, when you pass through fire, I will be with you. When you pass through water, I will be with you. It does not matter what you are going through today. When you personalize the presence of Jesus, it will remind you that joy will come out at the end of the whole thing. That joy will come out. You must personalize. Don't just speak in tongues for speaking in tongues. Don't just come to church for coming to church. God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. Say, God is with me. Genesis chapter 28, verse 15. I've explained this verse several times, but for emphasis 6 tonight, I want to look at it again. Genesis chapter 28, verse 15. Behold, I'm with you, and I will keep you wherever you go. Turn to your neighbor. Say, God is talking to me. Say, behold, God is with me. And he will keep me wherever I go. Say amen. Amen. 
He said, and I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I've done what I have spoken to you. Even when Jacob woke up from this revelation, he could not believe it. He said, ah, God is in this place and I know not. And I said, no, it's not that God is in this place. God is with me and I do not even know. God can be with you and you don't know that God is with you. God is with you and you are running. God is with you and you are fearful. God is with you and you are scared. God is with you. This simple thing I told my friends some years back. I said, God is with me. No arrow form against me can prosper. And my friend said, are you sure? I said, I'm sure. God is with me. I can feel his presence is here. He's here with me. God is with me. And he left. Four years later, he came back. He said, that thing you said, I was thinking about it for four years. Anytime I remember you, I remember Pastor Simon said, God is with him. Are you so sure? Why are you so sure that God is with you? I said, okay, some years back, said, God allowed me to see a little revelation and I know that I'm not alone. That God is with me. That's why I will not be scared. But you know God is with all of us. When the Lord gave deliverance to Peter in the prison and he started knocking the door, when he started knocking the door, they said it is his angel. Because believers then believe that every one of us have an angel that is watching over us. Watching not everywhere. Not his spirit. Not his ghost. Acts 12 beginning from verse 9. When he was persistently knocking, they said it must be his angel that is watching over him. God is not only watching over kids. God is watching over adults because we are like baby in his hand. God is constantly with you. If you are going to live a life of laughter, you must personalize it. When it seems as if you are alone. There are some dangerous souls in life you'll be alone. There was a time we were going to Oyo and uh, we wanted to take shortcuts from uh, Iwo to Oyotan. We had a meeting with one of our pastors there. And when we entered the road, we know it's like we have entered their trap. In fact, if anybody with a small cutlass say, stop there, all of us will be shaking. Because the road was highly bushy, the road was not good, and there was this case of a kidnapping around that time. In fact, the road was not good. You cannot even run. And the road was lonely. We were only people on the road. So we were scared. But the presence of Jesus gave us comfort. I want you to personalize the presence of Jesus. When you are alone in the room, and it seems a stranger is coming, or seems as if danger is around, say, I know you are here. You can never leave me, nor forsake me. Say with me, say, God is with me. God will never leave me. God is on my side. He's with me at all time. I will live a life of joy and laughter. John chapter 15 verse 5. And I move to the next one. John chapter 15 verse 5. Jesus emphasized this also in John chapter 15 verse 5. I am the fine. You are the branches. He who abide in me. will say you are in me. And I in you. You bear much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. When he's in you and you are in him, you will live a happy life. When you are conscious of the fact that he is divine, you are just a branch. 
you are in him, he's in you. You are going to do much. You'll be expecting much from you. And I pray that you are going to live a life of laughter and joy in Jesus' name. Amen. Number two things that guarantee joy and laughter is by beholding Jesus at all times. Is the center image that we must look at. Not even yourself. Not your brother. Not your younger brother. Not your relations. Not your connection. A lot of people think that we are bigger than this. But you know you are big when you are beholding Jesus. Because the glory of his reflection will cast on you. And before you know, you'll be taller than who you are in real life. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. We all with an open face. Beholding Jesus in his glory. We are being transformed into the same image of glory by the spirit of the Lord. Why are you talking confidently? It's because of the person I'm looking at. It's the centerpiece I'm looking at. I'm not looking at any other person other than Jesus. When you constantly behold Jesus, your life will be transformed. That is the only glory that does not fade. If it's your uncle's money you are looking at to, it will fade. If your younger brother's strength that you are looking up to, it will fade. If it's the government economy of a particular nation you are looking up to, it will fade. The only glory that will never fade eternity is the glory of Jesus. You must constantly behold the glory of Jesus. When you look at the glory of Jesus, your life will be transformed. You will be surprised that your life is changing. Look at what it says. We all with open face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Number two thing that guarantees laughter is that you are looking at Jesus. You can't see anything around but you are seeing Jesus. You don't know what is happening but you are seeing Jesus. Oh, the storm is thick but you are seeing Jesus. And Jesus will see you through in the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 14, beginning from verse 28. Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. If it is you. They saw Jesus all of a sudden, in his glory, in his majesty, walking on water to meet them. They had been troubled all night. The storm was very turbulent. It seems as if all of them were going to die. They were afraid. They were saying to themselves, ah, the end has finally come. Let's prepare our will. The end has finally come. Let's say the last prayer. The end has finally come. This is death, staring us in the face. They were afraid. All of a sudden, they saw something like a glory, looking like Jesus, walking on water towards them. And they shouted because they thought it must be the spirit of death or a ghost. But Jesus said to them, it is me. Don't be afraid. It is me that is walking on this particular storm. Jesus was not struggling with his storm. Jesus did not settle the storm before walking on the water. Jesus was walking on the storm in the midst of the water. In the midst of the storm on the water. He was walking towards them. And they cried. And Jesus said, don't be afraid. It is me. And Peter was bold enough to talk. You know, we always have somebody like Peter in church. <coughs> if it is you, I want to do it too. If you can do it, sir, I want to do it. This is amazing. What I'm seeing, I love it. I want to do it. And you know, Jesus is goodness personified, mercy personified. We always raise you up according to your faith. Jesus said, okay, for you to be sure it is me. 
walk on water. Look at verse 29. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on water to go Jesus. Look at verse 30. But something happened. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried saying, Lord, save me. This is the question. If it was not windy, if it's a quiet water, can you walk on it? Let's say the environment is good. There were pillars here. There were boats here. There were safe nets here. There were fishermen around. There's uh, everybody trying to help you around. But the water is good. Everywhere is calm. The condition is good. Can you still walk? So it is not the wind that caused Peter to sink. It was a distraction. It was looking at the other side that made Peter to sink. It is when you look at the other side of life. It is not what they say that bother you. It is the attention you give to what they say that bothers you. It is not the disappointment of your uncle that bothers you. It is the expectation and the hope you place on that uncle that disturbs you. It is not what somebody did that bothers you. It is how much thing you expected from them that causes you to despair and to sink. If everything was normal and right, Peter will not work. The only thing that guarantees laughter and joy is looking at Jesus at all times. In the midst of everything that you are going through, let your attention be focused on him. He said, if your eyes be single, your whole body will be full of light. Light means joy. There was, there was a particular story I'd like to share with you. Let me go and share this story. There was a time, just recently, about a week ago, just, I wanted to pick your lesson, every church member from this lesson. Uh, Baba Oyedepo went to see one of his sons in the Lord. And you know, when Bishop Oyedepo enter a place, we look at him as God has entered. You know now, some, we see the glory. Some, we look at his car. Some, we hear so much about his jets. Some, talk so much about his testimony. So, we, we, when he say, the Lord bless you. We say, oh, the whole angel of heaven. They are blessing you. And so many people have given a testimony that when you see Bishop Wendebo, just lead on. So they send that people crawl to meet him in his hand. So that just say, the Lord bless you. That's what we see. This is the kind of testimony we hear. That what transformed my life is there had an encounter with Bishop Wendebo. And he say, you are blessed. All doors just open. That's the kind of testimony we love. Because we feel Bishop Depo is closer than God to us. So, when he entered that particular place, an elderly man, maybe in his 50s, was crying. Papa, have mercy on me. Pray for me. I've seen you in dream. God has told me you bless me. Nothing is working in my life. It's only you that will pray for me. He said, shut up now. I'm busy. Let me, let me finish. Don't worry, you come. He was discussing. He was, he was discussing with the woman. That was talking about our own problem. We are trying to do this. I didn't hear much of it, but you can see that he was not moved. The man was still on his knee crying. He said, Now come. And the man said, Keep quiet first and listen. Keep quiet first and listen. He said, Sir, I've seen you in dream. He said, It does not matter. You see me in dream so I can tell you something you don't know. He said, Just pray. He said, It's not prayer that you need. All this pray for me, pray for me, we will not help you. He said it with his mouth. You can hear it. 
He said, what you need to, need to do is to go and look for lights that will drive your life. Look for a word that will drive your life. When I first heard it, I thought what he said, go and look for light that will raise you up. But I heard it again and again. Go and look for light. He said, now, light open to you. In Jesus' name, stand up and go. And I feel how the man will feel after. So it's just light of God's word that I need. And I was crawling like a slave. That is the way we have placed ourselves. We look at Jesus as if somebody that cannot do much. We now begin to look at men in their glory. Men of God in their anointing. All great things that they have achieved. And we think that their power is in their hand to transfer to us. It is when you see Jesus yourself that your life will be transformed. We all, including Bishop, beholding Jesus like in a glass, we are being transformed. Look, you can't come to church and close your eyes. I don't want to hear anything that they are saying. I don't want to know who Jesus is. The only person I know here is Pastor Adesuji. The only person I know is Pastor Jurumbe. My friend, you will see this off me. All of us have opportunity to behold the only one at the center. That's the only one that can bless us. All of us. He said, go and sit down. He said, if you sit down and read and get light, your life will be better. Because what is bringing this appointment to the body of Christ is that we place too much emphasis on what man can do for us. We come to church, but we don't see God in church. They preach to us. You say, no. Oh, pastor, this is connected. Oh, he can do this. He can do this for me. If you are not seeing Jesus, you cannot be raised. Jesus is the center that we must all come to see. If I don't see him, I cannot come here and preach him. I cannot preach somebody I don't know. He's the only one that is transforming life, not human being. You have to see Jesus. Like in a mirror. And your life will be transformed. That was the only thing that Peter needed to walk on water. Jesus. He said, why did you change focus? Why are you sinking? Why are you looking at the wind? Why are you looking at the glory of other people? Why don't you look at me? I've come to see Jesus. And the man stood up and left just recently. And people are saying in the comment, this is what we have been telling people. Even when you go to church, go to church to look for God. That is the most important thing that transforms people's life. He said with his mouth, go to church and look for God. Catch something that will bless your life. Number one thing that guarantees laughter and joy is to personalize the presence of Jesus. God is with me. God is for me. God is in me. God will transform me. God will make me successful. You may have money in your account. You may not have money in your account. But when you personalize his presence, you are a successful man. No matter what people say, the presence of Jesus in your life guarantees success tomorrow. God, I can guarantee you that. And number two, be holding Jesus at all times. In church, the center person you are looking at is Jesus. You will see that Jesus will transform you to his own glory. Beyond what any human being can do for you. Beyond connection, beyond money. He will raise you. He's the only one that can bless you. 
In fact, there are some people, let me tell you, they don't know how to bless you. The best help they can hand that for you, maybe to just give you this connection or this job. You still need God. When you behold Jesus, you will know the source. When you know the source, you can be beholding him at all time for more glory. You must live a life of laughter and joy. And number three things that guarantee laughter and joy in your life is meditating on the favor of God. You know, I did not say meditate on the, on the word of God. If I say it is broad, but I like to meditate on the favor of God. Meditate how the favor of God is transforming life. Meditate on the heart of his goodness. Meditate on what he's doing. When you hear testimony, you will shed tears of joy. It will provoke you to ask for more. You will not just want to be relaxed. You want to ask for more. Every inspiration should come from your meditation, from the favor of God. How he's working wonders in the life of others. Meditate on the favor of God. Testimonies around you. As God favor a man like this. When you look at Bishop Udepo, don't just look at his words. Look at the favor of God in his life. I say, Lord, if you can favor a man so much, you can favor me. I've, I've had an opportunity of being very close to him. And I celebrate God's favor upon his life. And I call my friend as a pastor in his church. I say, man of God, you are doing too much. This landmark, landmark is a piece of beauty. This is the hand of God. This, I walk and say, this is the hand of God. This is the hand of grace. I was meditating. The life of this man is so full of grace. And when we finish, they say, let's go and hit with Bishop. You know, because my wife was in the feast of Lautech and I went with her. And he was sitting very close to me. All I can see around him was the faithful God. I said, God, if you can faithful a man this much, you can faithful me too. I know the source. The source is the favor of God. He is not the source. It's not the source. If it's the source, he'll be burning now. But when the favor of God is on you, things work with ease. When you meditate on the favor of God, it does not matter what you have. The Lord can use it to bless you. It is the favor of God that matters. Meditate on the favor of God. I said, Numbers chapter 14, verse 8. Caleb said, If God delight in us, he will give us the land. In other words, if God favors us, it does not matter how difficult the situation is, we can still be blessed. That's what Caleb said. If God delights in us, if God shower us with favor, he can still bless us. Numbers chapter 14, verse 8. Meditate on the favor of God. The favor of God will perfect, watch it, every imperfection around you. When favor of God come on you. It will perfect every imperfection around you. Favor of God will bring testimony out of your weaknesses. Say you are weak. Favor of God will bring testimony. I've seen how the favor of God has raised some people. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us a land which flows with him. Recently also, there's a guy that like was abandoned. You must have had him on social media too. He's not looking fine. His leg is scuffed. He was not tall. It's not looking very well. But they say when he talk, you know, they just place him out on social media. 
All of a sudden, la ni usukan o. What igbale fun o? He started looking where. I had some of his profile. They don't look like profile. They don't look quality or balance, but he's selling. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's not looking fine. He's not wearing his organizer. And radios are now interviewing him. When the favor of God land on you, it will perfect every imperfection around you. That's what favor does. That's why it's important for you to perfect to f- meditate and focus on the favor of God. Don't look about uh, and be thinking about your weaknesses. My background. Ah, she me to me by you. Look at my color. Ah, look at my certificate. Look at my salary. Let the favor of God land upon that weakness that you are calling nothing and it will surprise you where the favor of God will take you to. One of my, my you see my wife, I call him my uncle, was talking to me how God raised him from nowhere. He said when he was in secondary school, one of our uncle that was a teacher told him that you can never be successful in life if you don't know chemistry. Chemistry is the backbone of science. He said he used everything to study chemistry. I, I will study and study and we see fee. Their chemistry was his major problem. So one day, the chemist teacher called him in form four after he did it from thing. Those days we used to have five years in secondary school and call him and say, You are a, something is wrong with your head. I must never see you in my class again. I, this is the last day. I've never seen any student as dull as you are. For chemistry, you can never be successful. So he said he went back home so sad. He was living with this uncle there. He said he went back home. He was so sad. So he quickly went to him and said, Sir, uncle, this thing happened today. This is the last day that I must be in chemistry teacher. Ke- ah. Then that my, the big uncle said, Are you a titan Because I don't know what you can do. In every combination, you wonder why would damn syllabus to chemistry If they say you should not do chemistry, that means your physics is useless. Your biology is useless. Your mass is useless. In fact, your life is useless. He said, he's started crying as a small boy. He said, then what should I do? He said, one kuro by in class, go back to him and prostrate and beg him. He said, if you beg him, we allow you. Tell him you are going to try other. He said, I went. I did not even think about it. He said, I never imagined that he has cane in his house. He said, I went. I said, Muabe Yinisa. Say, the man just laughed. I went to the back of his door and brought out Cain. He said, He said, He does not know when he jump up and ran away. He said, I will never do chemistry again. I will never do chemistry again. He said, That's how he ran away. He said, From that day, he just started studying things that has nothing to do with mass. That has nothing to do with chemistry. That has nothing to do with biology. Then he finished. And when he finished, I think he had P then in mass. In those days in Ife, they take P mass. The only course he could enter for in the University of Ife was Yoruba Arts. That was the only course he could enter for then. He entered for that course. And my uncle would also say, Ah, Babala will lose it. He used to tell us, he said, He will be laughing. He said, I know you are going to buy a day. 
He said, he used to laugh and laugh. But do you know in those days, it does not matter what you are doing. When you focus it and you are good, doors open for you. He finished as the best graduating in Yoruba. Not first class, oh, second class upper. And they said they are retaining him as a graduate assistant in a fair. They retain him. A year after, they sent him to UK to go and study PhD in linguistic arts. He finished University of London. University of London retained him as a lecturer. He worked all his life in London for 30 years till he retired. My wife knows the person I'm talking about. It is the favor of God that perfects every imperfection around you. It does not matter what you have. When favor is at work, there will be a complete turnaround. I don't care what you have tonight. If you will concentrate your meditation on the favor of God, it will turn things around. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. We must live a life of joy and laughter. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I will concentrate on your favor and your favor will work for me. In the name of Jesus, your favor will work for me. Your favor will work for me. In the name of Jesus, it is your favor that I will meditate on. Whatever represents my weakness is going to turn around. The Lord will bless the righteous. And we surround with favor like a seed. Favor like a seed surround me. In the name of Jesus, let your favor be my seed. I will meditate on your favor at all times. It does not matter how small I am. It does not matter what people say concerning me. Let your favor give me laughter and joy. Living a life of laughter and joy. I receive grace for favor to perfect every imperfection in my life. Let your favor perfect every imperfection in my life. I may not come from a good home. I may not have a solid background. I may not have the connection to be big. But I know your favor can perfect every imperfection in my life. Let your favor speak for me. People may be mocking me, but Lord, let your favor speak for me. Your favor is my meditation. Your favor is my meditation. I will meditate on the goodness of the Lord. I will meditate on the favor of the Lord. And the favor of the Lord will transform me. The favor of the Lord will change my story. I'm going to meditate on God's favor. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. All I have is you. All I have is you. Heaven and earth. All I have is you. Jesus. Jesus. All I have is you.
God. Raise your hands to heaven and say, all I have is you. You are my focus. Heaven and heart, you are my focus. You are my pillar. You are my support. All I have is you. Not an uncle, not a mama, not a father. Not a connection. All I have is you. My focus will be on you alone. All I have is you. And you need go to the all I have is you. Heaven and earth, all I have is you. My future depends on you. My tomorrow depends on you. My children's future depends on you. I depend on you. All I have is you. Heaven and earth, all I have is you. When God becomes your focus, you enjoy genuine transformation. When Jesus becomes your focus, you stop complaining. All I have is you. All I have is you. And I know I can never be disappointed. All I have is you. 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 You are my focus. You are my focus. You are my focus. Not man, you are my focus. All I have is you. For my greatness, all I have is you. For my tomorrow, all I have is you. My focus is Christ. When you focus Jesus, you enjoy transformation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. I'd like you to see Jesus in the Holy Communion tonight. I don't want you to look at the physical bread. Anytime we are doing something that he asks us to do, I want to see Jesus behind it. I don't want you to see this service as ordinary. See Jesus. He's the center. You have not come to worship man. You have not come to worship idol. You have come to look at God. And when you behold him, he will transform you. Raise your hands to heaven. The Lord has been with me. He will never leave me. God will never forsake me. I will never be alone. God is with me tonight. He will be with me forever. The presence of Jesus we guarantee success in my life. I am successful already. I am successful already. Because of the presence of Jesus, I am successful. I am successful. It will make whatever I do to be successful. It is not me. It is Jesus in me that is the hope of glory. Jesus is in me and I will be fruitful. Jesus is in me and I cannot fail. The presence of Jesus in my life guarantees safety. The presence of Jesus in my life guarantees victory. Is in me. He has made me more than conqueror, more than a winner. I am not ordinary. I can achieve more because of the presence of Jesus. I am not alone. I will not be afraid. Jesus is in me. He said, I am with you wherever you go. And I will not leave you until you have become a successful man. He will not leave me. God will not leave me. Jesus mighty name we have prayer. Say to yourself I am successful. Because I carry the presence of Jesus. Whatever I lay my hand upon. 
is successful because of the one that is working in me. I will not be afraid. The presence of Jesus is with me. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All because of the presence of Jesus. This year, 2022, I will not see evil. I will live a life of joy and laughter because of the presence of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that represents Goliath in your life, they must fall tonight. Anything that represents Goliath in your life, they must fall tonight. Because of the presence of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Anything that is mocking God in your life, tonight, because of the presence of Jesus, they will fall down for your sake. Anything that is mocking you tonight, because of Jesus, they will fall down for your sake. Every sickness that is telling you where is God, tonight they will fall down in the name of Jesus. David said to Goliath, this uncircumcised Philistine will die today. Every enemy of Jesus in your life will stand against them by the power of God's word, by the power of the Holy Communion. As we take the presence of God in your body, they will die in Jesus' name. Father, your presence is what drives away sickness. Your presence is what guarantees goodness. Your presence is what made Joseph a successful man. We want to personalize your presence. Let your presence bring a transformation to all of us in Jesus' name. Your favor has wrought wonders in the life of others. Let your favor Perfect every imperfection alive in Jesus' name. Amen. Your favor has worked for so many people. There were people with small, small, small background, even small character. You lifted them up by your favor. Your favor transformed them. Lord, let your favor transform everybody under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. Every favor story that they meditate on this week, let it repeat itself in their lives in Jesus' name. Father, give them the grace to be focused on you and not to be distracted. It is you we have come to see. Help us to make our eyes single on you and we will not sink in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Amen. If you believe in Jesus, clap your hand together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah